You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But can we do a little round of Gambling 101 to start off the podcast today? Because I have a legitimate question for the both of you. And as we know, I'm the least gambling literate here, even though I maybe uh, either have the most luck or the most skill. We, we don't really know which one. Okay. So I saw somebody tweet this the other day. Buccaneers, 97% of the tickets are on the Bucks. 97% of the money is on the Bucks. Yet somehow from yesterday to today, the line for, for Brady's return to Foxborough went from Tampa by 7 to Tampa by 6.5. Explain that to me. Shouldn't go the other way? Uh, it should give it all that money, but I, I think they're they're worried about people getting the Patriots at home plus a big number. I, I think, right? Historically, I think they're scared the of Belichick. Be, well, yeah, take, take the, what they once they go to 7, 7.5, here comes the sharp money on the Patriots at home from the from the real real uh, big betters. I mean, I'm a, we're all little little guys, but the big money if they can get Belichick at home over that number of seven, which is a huge number. What my ten uh, my ten bucks on the on New England spread isn't moving the line too much. It's, no, it's, it's not. not. Not even in New Hampshire, it is not. Um, so I, I think they're they know it's going that way. They try, they're trying to hold off as long as possible because they know once they go back to seven seven and a half. Then that sharp money comes in. It's my guess, but again, I'm not. Uh, you know, you, Shine might know better than I would. No, Mutt's right on. That's exactly what it is. They don't want it to get to seven and a half and, and give that extra half point because that's when the sharps will come in and hammer it. And yeah, that's that's what I was hoping for. Make them this a podcast. major liability because I typed about three pages of notes for why I'm taking the Patriots to cover the spread against the Buccaneers on this podcast, and we'll get to that. And I was hoping it would go to seven and a half before then. And seeing that literally everyone and their mother is betting all kinds of money on the Buccaneers in this game, I figured that half point was a given. But apparently that's not the well, case. Well, so the other thing, too, is is you notice the trend. Everybody's betting the Bucks. You want just more people to bet the Bucks for the most part because if the Bucks don't cover, you make out like a Which freaking they won't. bandit. They're also Any other getting... thoughts, Mutt? Oh, I'm, just, I'm looking at now. So they also juiced up in the website that I'm looking at. They juiced up the Bucks side. So they're taking Bucks mm-hmm. money, and they're also uh, they're they're getting a you know a better you know juice on that. I'm sure at some point that will go back to seven, maybe even seven and a half by the time we get to Sunday. Right. Uh, but you can bet like, and we'll get to it. But like every teaser is going through them. There's a million parlays that are going to use oh, yeah, you know Bucks are. money line on there at minus two eighty. I mean, yep. they're Vegas is going to need need need. Uh, the Patriots for their life on Sunday night. So speaking of juice, somebody who could use some juice, maybe some marmalade, is, uh, well, one, Chris Sheim, after another All tough right. week gambling. Uh, Mutt, congrats on the uh, big week yet again. But Tom Two Brady, I don't know long. if you, did you hear Tom Brady's voice today, Mutt? I didn't hear it. I watched it. And yeah. I was uh, you know, texting with some people saying that I, I feel like he sounded poor. And then I watched it. I, I didn't think he looked bad, though. So no, I, I don't think he looks nearly thing. as bad as people are making it out to be. He sounds like I just came back from a bachelor right. party. He sound, well, Mutt's a big horse guy, so I figured Mutt would take note of when somebody's <laughs> voice is horse. Well, I'll tell you what. He, he said he, – but a couple weeks ago he did that video with uh, Gronk. He sounded the same way there. He said over the summer he'd be dealing with it too. Uh, he needs the TV 12 electrolytes to fix his throat. I, I don't do not COVID test him. I, I don't want him to miss this game. Oh, zero not. chance. Do not if, test him between now and Sunday NFL. If, no they were, if they were ever going to bend the rules, it's this Sunday. It's it is Buccaneers by six and a half at the New England Patriots. Over under is forty nine. Uh, Mutt, you're in the lead for the season long record. Uh, you'll have to listen to last week's pod or Tuesday's podcast to find out what that is. We're not going to repeat it here. We're not going to give Mutt any more shine that he needs. Mutt, your lean on Brady's return to New England. Uh, my lean is Bucks. 
by a million. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say over, but I mean that's everybody's pick. So I'm not telling anyone anything my that pick. they can't. Well then, yeah, okay. Well, well then, you know what? You should go then because I have a. No, let's try and go first. Cause she's I have a, agree a, with a you. very public take on this game that the the the, the Patriots can't keep it close. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks will win, and just by nature of of Brady wanting to lay it on thick at Gillette, the game's going to go over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm I'm actually staying away from the over under because this could easily be like forty to nothing, and so it won't cover. Oof. But they score a million points. Brady still scores a million points. So in my head, I'm just going to stay away from the total completely. But I am all over Bucks minus six and a half here. I have them in. Just about every tease you can imagine. Uh, this is. I also don't hate like looking for an alt line of I don't know bucks minus twenty and a half at plus three sixty. Like that's what that's how crazy I'm getting with this game because I just the Patriots aren't keeping up. They can't score, let alone against anybody. Like against the Jets, you barely scored twenty five points. You're well, not scoring against Tampa Bay, and on top of that, Brady's going to run it up. And just before John gives his take on why he's taking the Patriots, they also can't protect. I mean, the, one of the big things exactly. so far this they, Mac Jones was running for his life, and so he's going to be doing it in a big spot on Sunday night. I don't think the bright lights will get him. He played in huge games in Alabama, but that offensive line has been brutal. We'll see if Trent Brown plays on Sunday night, but they can't protect him. You make the case here, John. Why do you like the Patriots? Well, let's let's go through some injuries first because this is worth giving to the audience as well. Trent Brown, likely to play in this game. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, unlikely to play in this game. Antonio Brown, looks like he's going to play. We'll have to see. Hopefully he was staying in shape in his backyard or, you know, maybe he was chasing moving men or something to stay in shape. I don't know. Uh, Giovanni Bernard, banged up. Tampa's running backs have been ineffective anyway, but Gio Bernard's been the the bright spot. Uh, He's got a knee. Scotty Miller to IR. They signed Richard Sherman. He's most likely not going to play in this game. Sean Murphy bunting, obviously not playing. I read he was going to play. Just so you know, keep an eye on that. I heard Sherman is going to play on Sunday. Okay, so he said he wasn't, but we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes. Maybe that's that's him just saying stuff to, yeah. yeah, posturing. So the running backs have been ineffective, as I've said. So Trent Brown's back. Yes, the Patriots O-line has had trouble protecting Mac Jones. That was without Trent Brown. They also, they're also they also still, like, the sixth best team pass blocking, like, as a unit. I know Justin Huron's been horrible. Wynn hasn't been great. David Andrews and Shaq Mason have been nails. Mike on Wenyu's good. I think getting Trent Brown back helps them. But you go to the other side. Without Jason Pierre-Paul and against an actual O-line last week, the Buccaneers struggled to get pressure for the first time this season. The first two games, they did a great job with it. And again, that was against the Cowboys, Sands, Zach Martin, and that was against the Falcons, whose offensive line, which in this preseason I thought was rebuilt, it is not. Those were two not great offensive lines. So they've only been able to get pressure against uh, bad O-lines. Patriots, I think, have a better offensive line in this game than uh, than they have had in previous weeks. Sean's giving me the face already. I, I don't necessarily. Weren't you I'm, the one? I who, have the same face right now. The I, sour face. I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe if you, you came were, in to do this podcast, Mutt, we could see it. I'm pretty I sure know, John know. was the one who tweeted out. Maybe it was just yesterday that the Patriots don't have like run block and a tackle in the top ten in pass block or run. Yeah, block. that's why I said Trent Brown's back. Trent yeah. Brown doesn't qualify for that list. He doesn't have Got enough it. reps on it. So they're yeah. counting Justin Huron and Isaiah Wynn. I'm going to be honest with you. If in this game, a lot of the pressure that the Buccaneers are going to get actually isn't going to be from the outside. I think it's going to be a lot up the middle. Um, See, but they, they but they didn't do well with that last week. They tried to do that against the Rams. Levante David had two, and, or sorry, the other who's the other who's the other? Devin White had two. Levante David had had one or zero because two was the tied for the team lead between those two. So they blitzed a lot, but it didn't work against the yeah, Rams. Yeah, but I think are the Rams' offensive any... line is just exponentially better than this offensive John, line as well. It's, when, it's when are you going to mention the biggest injury in this game? It's James White. James White not playing is the biggest injury yeah, by I don't far. Really care. He has been mad. Oh, okay. I, so you so can't when they run fit- on this team. And so, none of the so other running backs can catch. I, I don't, think, Brandon that, I don't Bolden think they're as going the third to run. Down back. I don't think so, they're going to run. So they don't who's need the to safety run this valve? Team. Who's the safety valve for Mac Jones? 
JJ Taylor. Brandon Bolden? JJ Taylor. Oh but keep okay. in mind, okay. so Mud, okay. I mentioned, so Richard Sherman okay. claims he's not going to play. We'll see. Uh, Murphy Bunting out. Jamel Dean out. Their second uh, corner in this game is going to be either Pazi- uh, sorry, Pierre Desir, that sounded like a Pez dispenser or something, or some guy named D. Delaney. They've, their their D backs are completely banged up. But they, you have faith that Mac Jones can I have dice faith, up this I have, defense. I have faith in Mac Jones to lose by six. <laughs> see this is see this is a perfect storm though. Like I, I and I like the pushback here, John. But yes. I'm realizing now again, this is the shine theme all Homer year is, is anti Mac Jones. Right. Mac Jones. So now he gets to go Brady. And against Mac Jones, right. perfect storm for Sean to unload also, on also, poor, like, poor sports book in New Hampshire. Tampa Bay is 29th in pressure, pressure percentage through three games as well. Like they're not, they're not getting this insane amount of pressure that people like. They are winning. They're like top yeah. five in pass rush win rate, but they're not. It's not translating but into pressure. And who gets this, the ball out faster than Mac Jones? It's like Tom Brady and four other guys. That's fine. If your drives are resulting in field goals, you're never going to cover or even keep up with Tom Brady. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but this 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 could end up being the worst defense they've faced besides the Jets as well. And we're four weeks in. So I think they can convert more of those red zone opportunities. And you're right. You're right. And that's the only that's the only thing that that's the bulletproof other than them playing against Tom Brady. That is the uh, uh, boulder sized bullet hole in my logic is that uh, Buccaneers are converting touchdowns in the red zone and the Patriots are not. Like Tom Brady has an average depth of target of over eight right now and he's getting rid of the ball in under two and a half seconds. Like that is in Same. I mean, Mac's not far off. Mac's at like two point five four. Yeah, but he's not. He's not attacking over eight yards per pass attempt. Like that's 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 insane. That is literally the amount of the amount of space his receivers get so quickly off the line of scrimmage that Brady's able to release that ball that fast is unbelievable. And that offense is a machine compared to what this Patriots offense is. All right, so we know Mutt's on a time limit here. So I'm taking New England to cover at 6.5. I don't think they win the game. I think they cover. Let's make that clear. I hope I get a better line than that before Sunday. Yeah, you're going to wait. I, I'm right? taking... you're, so you're not, you're, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that right wait now. On this I'm not doing that right now. Yeah, but okay. Mutt, we'll let you go first. You're in the lead. Uh, you're carrying the weight, the water for this podcast so far this season. You're on a time limit. Give us your first pick of the week. Well, it's not really a time limit, but I mean, I do have you to have, go... You have to be in the dentist chair in like 15 minutes, right? Uh, Are you in the... Did you plug your little... Uh, your little unit. In, are you in the lobby of the dentist right now? <laughs> I am right now. There's, you have a lollipop? Hear the, hear the drill in a second. Get that after you go to the dentist. Take an Uber there? Before. The adult contemporary music in the background? Uh, my first pick is my favorite. I'm not, the, the Pats I like, I'm not going to use those one of my three. Uh, I'm going to take the Ravens on the road. Uh, getting a point against the Denver Broncos. So Denver, they're 3-0. and People are all pumped and jacked. They played the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. No K.J. Hamler. He's out for the year. No Jerry Judy. He's not playing in this game. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Imagine his stat line if Hollywood Brown could catch the ball oh, last week. So I'm getting serious. Lamar on the road against a Denver defense that has played some weak offenses and a Denver offense with Teddy Two Gloves without two of their better deep threat weapons uh, downfield. I like Baltimore laying a point or two. They're getting a point. Baltimore plus one at Denver. My favorite of the three bets we'll talk about here today. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a total as my first pick here. I'm gonna Ooh. go under 51 and a half. Carolina Dallas. Now you'd think that's kind of counterintuitive the way Dallas's offense has been, but the Carolina defense has been very good, and Dallas actually leads the league in takeaways right now. So it might be the first time Sam Darnold's actually going to you know turn the football over this year, which is gonna. I, I don't think it's gonna be great field position overall for a lot of the teams. I think you're gonna see turnovers and weird drives, and it's gonna be similar to that Chargers game with the Cowboys where, what, the total ended up being 37? So 
I think 51 and a half here is just too high. I think if this was 46, 47, I might be a little bit more weary. But I, I'm on the under here with a Carolina defense that's playing really, really well. John, let me jump in for a second. Yep. Uh, am I allowed to skip ahead and piggyback? Because that is my third Go pick ahead. today. Yes. Is Carolina Dallas under? How about the sharp money on this game? This is what guy, I was debating between a bunch. 35% of the bets, but almost 60% of the money is on the under right now. People have bet this under down. Uh, I also like the idea of Dallas coming off the Monday night game, not having to use all their weapons here against Carolina. No CMC. They go to Chubba Hubbard, whatever that guy's name is in the backfield. Probably a good Chumba DFS Wamba. play. Probably a good DFS play, but I don't think he's really CMC in this game. And I'm with you. Two teams that don't really want to go up tempo. Shime, I'm we're 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 piggybacking yeah. here. I like the under. Another here as cool well. stat for you too, Mutt. Uh, through three weeks of the season, the Carolina Panthers have allowed the least amount of passing yards in the entire NFL. And Sam Darnold hasn't taken a snap where he's trailing yet. So the fact that they're tr- they're always winning or tied, and they've given up the least amount of pass yards. To, uh, granted, the teams they've played haven't been tremendous passing offenses, but regardless of that fact, they've done a great job. I like this defense. I'm gonna, I love the under here. I'm gonna go back to something that we hit on a lot last year. It's probably Shyam and I's favorite bets are dumb offensive coordinators playing against smart offensive coordinators. And this weekend, uh, after being on the road for two months, the New Orleans Saints finally have a home game. And it is Jason Garrett and the New York Giants uh, coming into town. I mentioned this with the Patriots and the Bucks uh, a second ago. Saints are one of the best teams in the league in red zone percentage. They're, when they get in the red zone, they score touchdowns. I think there's one time this year that it hasn't happened. Giants are completely uh, in the opposite direction of that. The Saints defense, I think, is a lot better than people are giving it credit for. Um, there was sort of this. It, I, I find this happen, happens with the Saints a lot. And I don't really know why. Where there's sort of a carryover from year to year, where people are like, "Oh, they were bad like three years ago," so I think they're still bad, but they're they're actually pretty good. They're getting healthy at the right time too. So obviously, Lattimore comes back last week. But on the offensive side, uh, I really outlined ahead of the Patriots game the discrepancy in uh, pressures that were led up by that offensive line as the centers and the guards sort of got injured. So it's not the starting center, but the backup center's back. So you at least have a real center playing center this week. You have a real right guard playing right guard. And you look at the opposite side. The Giants are starting to get riddled with injuries. That's already a bad team. Blake Martinez, starting middle linebacker. Shepard and Slayton. Torn ACL out for the season. Yeah, hamstrings at the wide receiver position. I bet Slayton and Shepard don't play. Galladay and Logan Ryan are are banged up. It looks like they will play. Seven and a half is a lot, but if there's ever a, a game I would take it in, it's this. I, I like the Saints at home, seven and a half against the Giants. Um, so my next one here, I'm actually going to go with a, a, a dog. Uh I saw this line, and it, I felt like it was questionable, so I'm going to take it here. I'm going to go Detroit Lions plus like three like at the Chicago Bears. I think the fact that the Bears' offense is in just so much disarray, the Detroit Lions have an opportunity to capitalize. An 0-3 team, but a team that's looked pretty decent in two of the three weeks. They kept up with Green Bay at week two uh, up until halftime, and then kind of that one got away from them. But they got a ton of garbage points week one, made that game close, and they probably sh- they, they should have beaten Baltimore last week. Um, and so I think this Detroit team is a very frisky, bad team. They're a bad team, don't get me wrong, but they're very frisky, and they're facing another team that's equally as bad with a play caller that might be the worst play caller I've ever seen. So bad. They had so 63 bad. yards of total offense against the Browns last weekend. Uh, it just I don't understand it at all. I'm gonna get the. I'm just gonna take the points here. I'm gonna go Detroit plus three. I might even sprinkle a little money line here. They I, what I what I've started to do mutt every week. I like to pick two underdogs, toss them on a money line parlay, see if it hits. Last week it hit with Green Bay, Cincinnati. This week Detroit, you can bet will be in my underdog parlay. So I'm gonna go Detroit plus three. And uh, my last one is my favorite pick of the week. I think this is such a layup. 
the Kevin Stefanski revenge game. As of yesterday, it was two and a half. Uh, today, it is Browns favored by two against the Vikings. And I mentioned before how, oh, the Buccaneers were first in pass rush win rate, and then but they're not converting it into, into pressures. Well, the new leader through three weeks is the Cleveland Browns. They're first now. However, uh, they're middle of the pack in pressures, so they may not be converting it into pressures a lot, but they're fourth in knockdown, second in sacks. So they are converting. When they get pressure, they are converting it into sacks. Uh, case in point. Is that Tack McKinley, Jason? Uh, sorry, not Jason. Not Jason. Tack Garrett. McKinley. Miles Garrett. Tack McKinley. What are you? What are you saying? Is it a Tack McKinley? Tack. No, Tack. It's Tack. Tack. By the way, he's uh, apparently he's big on uh, Bumble in uh, in in Cleveland. <laughs> oh, okay. He's been saying he's been tw- saying like, oh, I just want someone to hang out with. Okay, Tack. Someone call a horny police. Tack McKinley, uh, <laughs> Miles <laughs> Garrett, and Jadavion Clowney, fourth, fifth, and sixth in the league at uh at winning their pass rushes. So you go to Minnesota. They they have no offensive linemen in the top ten of either pass block win rate or run block win rate. Granted, Kirk Cousins has been getting out the ball very very fast, but that's a that's a matchup that they haven't had to face so far this season, especially for a two point spread. I really like the Cleveland Browns to dominate the line of scrimmage in that game. I don't even need to get into the Browns O line. Everybody knows how good it is. Everybody knows how bad the Minnesota defense has been at stopping the run and at uh, winning their pass blocks as well. So I've got the Cleveland Browns two point favorites against the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. So- you guys, can I make my third pick now? Yes, yes let, go like, for it. Because I see this is tough for me because I never. It's a, this is a, a bet and a team I never get involved with. It's just not something that's for me. If you go back and listen to these podcasts over the years, it's just very rare for me to say these words out loud. I like Russ Wilson uh, getting points <laughs> here. Uh, Seattle is getting three at home against San Francisco. Uh, Russ is twenty and eleven as a road dog in his career. Uh, Pete Carroll is 13-2 and two against the spread off back-to-back losses. This team is 1-2 right now. They are destined to win here. Uh, Russ is a dog is an automatic bet for me, which is the, uh, the big thesis. I'll give you where I'm scared here, okay, because I know Jimmy Garoppolo can't win this game. I am fearful that Se- Seattle is up a couple touchdowns here at halftime, and they go to Trey Lance. And that's where this bet could get buried because Lance is the quarterback, should not be the future, but of the present right now. We saw it in that, in that game on uh, it was a Sunday night. Uh, Jimmy's fine, but Trey Lance is – there's something with this kid. And I'm just worried I might lose this bet uh, if Trey Lance comes in. But I have to take Russ on the road getting points. They're not going to one and three. Give me Seattle plus on Sunday. Yeah, I, I, I'm here for it, Mutt. Uh, so my last pick, it's – Actually, I guess technically it's three picks in one because, Mutt, uh, you and I have been talking about this all week. Uh, I have oh, you're to, giving I have this to, as your I pick? Have to, I have to oh, mention this. Oh, man. Okay, so go I'm for gonna, it. Go for it. I'm going to make it a nice three-leg teaser for you people. This, Like I said, title this episode <laughs> Teasing Timmy's because we are teasing like crazy. There are – hold on, let me count. One, the two, three, four, it takes eight five, seconds to get hard. six different games I am – Totally in on putting in a tease. But my favorite teaser of the week, without a doubt, Tampa Bay, you get it down to right now, minus a half a point. Kansas City, you get it down to minus a point. And the Tennessee Titans against the Jets, you get it down to minus a point. So basically, all three teams just have to win, and it's plus 150 or 160. Plus AJ Brown and Julio might not play. I, yeah, I, I, they're playing Tennessee. Derrick Henry is going to run, or they're playing the Jets. Derrick Henry is going to run for a thousand yards in this game oh, alone. 
I am all over this. I think this is like the most home run teaser of the year. Also, if you're a big fan of Green Bay over the Steelers, if you like that instead, you can substitute that into one of these. If you really like the Bills against Houston, you can sub that into these. Well, Get how about, that? How, how, how about the Bengals to, on Thursday night? How about the, I, are, yeah, I already point, have them a in a tease with the Cowboys <laughs> from the beginning of the week. So that's the final leg of my tease tonight. You like the Bengals tonight? Go for that. You like uh, you like Baltimore? You get Baltimore up to plus. Seven or plus eight if you want to do a seven-point tease. Like, there are so many great teaser options this week. It's blowing my mind. But the one I love the most, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, and uh, Tennessee, all the all day. Bet the college fund on this teaser. College fund pick, wow. This is my well, college fund pick of the year. Let right. me confirm this. Hold on. Let me just check one thing here, guys. I, I have it up right in front of me right now. To access your kids' college funds, do you have to, like, scan your wife's eye in order to open the account? <laughs> oh, no. So you got to catch her asleep and hold it open <laughs> and hold account. the phone up? This was uh, – so I'm just trying to – was it Monday or Tuesday? Now I'm forgetting. That's why I'm, I'm just trying to check. Okay, so Tuesday at 922. <laughs> Tuesday at 922, Shime started texting me about this bet. So we worked hard to get it through, and eventually, after a bunch of attempts where I got rejected for making it, I was wondering what was going on there. Line settled. We got the bet in. I, I went back today to the great state of New Hampshire and got it in for more. This is not a te- – I don't play a lot of teasers. This is a chalk fest of a teaser. Right? Like, it looks too obvious. It's, it's, it's going to fail. But Shime has sucked me into this. When you think about Tennessee, Kansas City, and Tampa, all I have to just win uh, to get this thing home at plus 160 – uh, I went back today for a little bit more. I'm not sh- going to be surprised if I go back uh, Sunday for more <laughs> here, too. I never played a more public, stupid teaser that I've been more excited to play in my entire life. So thank you, Chris Scheim. You've convinced me to bet something I normally would not bet. Tuesday morning, we almost – so if you were got in this early enough like I did, I got in last weekend on yep. this because at the time, Kansas City was only minus five and a half. Against wow. at Philly, so in, in my mind, there was no way they were going to go in and lose to Philly. So I get, I technically got them plus a half a point. Like it's like you could tie, they could tie, and I still win this teaser. So I just, I absolutely love this. You also, if you went early enough, you could have gotten Tampa Bay at minus five and a half as well. So it's just. This is like my favorite bet of the year. You're right. It is the most chalk public picks you could possibly imagine, but it just feels like there is just so much money to be made here. We need to start keeping track of uh, every time Shime says a bet is his favorite bet of the year and what his record is on those. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has to be it, statistically, it has to be better than your normal record on this. I podcast, think so. I'm one in one this year because I think I said the Rams or the Packers the beginning of the season against the Saints was my favorite bet of the year. I think you for did. Week one, yeah, uh, and they immediately lost that thirty-eight to three. That's like two losses, though. Yeah, that's like so egregious that you almost get two losses. All right, well, you know, sorry. Well, I hope Mutt doesn't get any losses at the uh, dentist today. Because uh, you know we'd like to have him back next week. We don't want to have him, you know, doing no the Glenn doing, the, doing the Glenn on the podcast. It would be nice. Like so I'll, I'll recap my three, then let you guys uh, yap away for a few minutes. Baltimore plus one at Denver, uh, Seattle plus three at the San Francisco, and then I'm with Shime on this Dallas Carolina under fifty one and a half. That was fifty two and a half a day ago, and I missed my window on getting a better number. But I'm still on that pick here. Uh, I hate betting unders, but this one feels good. We got a one and on under, we got a win on an under last week, so we go back to the well this week. Sweet. Thank you, Mutt. All right, Mutt. See you, boys. Survive. He's not going to survive. He'll, he'll be fine. He's so he'll fragile. be back. Well, I mean, he's going to win a ton of money on that teaser this weekend, so he'll be back. He'll, yeah, then I'll have to use it all to put a gold <laughs> tooth in. From. Like, what do we do? Do you think, do you think Mutt flosses every night? Uh, I don't know. 
know. He every seems nice, like a mouthwash guy. Every every night with a is a dollar bill that he uses. He slides <laughs> in between his teeth. All right, Mr. Krabs. From the from the parlay uh, uh, that week. So my three shine were I've got the Patriots. I'm going against the world apparently with this bet. Patriots, I hate six and a half though. Yeah. I don't tough. know if I'll conv- I don't know if I'll lock it in at six and a half. I'm dying for it to get to seven and a half. It doesn't look like that's gonna happen. Nope. There was hope yesterday, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I've got the Patriots covering against the Buccaneers. I have got the Cleveland Browns covering by two points at the or versus the Minnesota Vikings. I believe that's a home game to the Browns. As well as the New Orleans Saints uh, back at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Although it's not called that anymore, isn't it? Uh, no, they, I think it's the it? Caesars BetMGM Caesars or Bet something, MGM, right? DraftKings, whatever, FanDuel, Super, Super Pool or whatever Something it's like that, yeah. Uh, and the, by, by the way, the Browns are in Minnesota. Okay, so, ooh, they're getting a lot, so... Uh, uh, New Orleans seven and a half against the Giants. Sean, your bets. Uh, my picks were under fifty one and a half. Carolina, Dallas. I'm with Mud on that. Uh, Detroit plus three at Chicago this week. And then uh, on top of that, I gave you my teaser Timmy pick of the week here: Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Tennessee. I get uncomfortable. Six- I get uncomfortable whenever you say that. Sorry, place. six point tease right there with those three teams, and I just I'm I'm all over it. All right. Well, wish us luck. We're gonna try to break. F- 500. We're one off 500, correct? Uh, 10, 13, and Quick 14. Maps. Yeah, 13 and 14. So we are 13 one and off 500. 14. All right. So if we can just beat ourselves by one bet, then we will be 50 50 uh, on we the got season. This. So we'll, no uh, head to heads this week. Unlike last week, me and Mutt were head to head in one. This yeah, time, you and me and Mutt, Mutt like to, you piggyback a lot. Me and Mutt holding the hands this week. So, uh, <laughs> It's a, that's the Darius Rocker pick like, of the week. Two are like when the in the barnyard. We're like a couple chickens riding a pig. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> head! All right, we'll be back next week. Chimes it by. See ya. Basically, you can just title this episode "Teasing Timmy's" because that's what we're gonna be. What, what is that? I don't know what that means. It's just it's and a. Quite frankly, I don't want to know. No, it's a zoomer. It sounds, like, it sounds like a sex act. No, no, no. It's just a zoomer thing where you just take the action you're doing and then put somebody's name that is uh, alliterative afterward so we're going to be teasing a lot of football games this weekend hence we're a bunch of tease 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 we're a bunch of teasing timmies this week sure are but if you if you heard the phrase teasing timmies would you assume that it's sexual yeah it does sound sexual (laughs) to me it sounds like uh like uh no i'm not gonna that's that's inappropriate Uh, all right i'm gonna hold it's a family podcast yep oh definitely not I'd say we we cleared that bar long ago. Anyways, fucking, mutt, fu- fucking right it is. <laughs> fucking right it is. <laughs> fucking right it is. <laughs> All right, mutt's on the timer, so let's come at you in three, two, one.